This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Well, hey everyone, this is Eric, and you're listening to another episode of Courage Cast. Episode 149, as a matter of fact. We are one episode away from 150. This is crazy. Can't believe how fast this has gone by. In April, we started as a little rinky dink podcast, and now we have over 17,000 downloads of this podcast. I'm grateful to you and the courageous community for being so involved and finding such value in this. And I hope you continue to find value in this. Um, If this is something that you've uh, gained from, would you consider writing a review on iTunes uh, and just saying how much this has impacted you? That would appreciate that. The more people that do that and give us a five-star rating, the more people find us when you just type in the word courage in the search box in iTunes. I don't know if you knew this, but iTunes is the number four highest search engine in the world. Pretty impressive. So uh, that is why uh, I encourage you, if you are an iTunes listener, if you would write a quick rating and review. It's pretty simple to do. Uh, It's easier to do from your desktop, as a matter of fact. So if you go on your desktop, uh, log into your iTunes, and, uh, and just go ahead and do that, I would appreciate it so much. Well, we are continuing our conversation about how to win friends and influence people, the very popular book by Dale Carnegie. Uh, Over 20 million copies sold of this book. So it's a pretty, pretty major book. And uh, because the principles in it are timeless, Uh, they're true today just as much as they were true uh, 50 years ago when this book came out. So uh, we are reviewing it. And uh, I think even more so, it's imperative that we apply these principles in our lives with social media in so many different ways that people are interacting with one another and the people are getting their information, um, it's very, very important, even more so now than ever, to understand the principles of human effectiveness, of how to win friends, how to influence people, how to have others do what uh, you want them to do, not for just your own gain, but because it's something that's good for them. Uh, It's really important. I think a lot of us find it very difficult because we think that we're manipulating people. Uh, But what Dale talks about here are principles that are not manipulative in nature. Yes, we we are trying to influence and have an influence on people, but we're wanting them to do what we know is good for them. And so we're trying to find like-minded people. And as we try to find like-minded people, we need to be able to talk with them in a very easy way. We need to have them understand and be influenced uh, to, into doing the things that uh, we know are good for them. Uh, that's what leadership is all about. And uh, many of us, we all need to grow in our ability to lead and our ability to make our case and, inf- and be influential in this world. So principle five in part two is talk in terms of the other person's interest. The principle overview is very simple. We now understand, after going through the book now, uh, that people like to talk about themselves and have others be interested in them, right? But the next best thing to talking about themselves is talking about the things that they enjoy. Uh, Dale talks in the book, whenever Theodore Roosevelt 
expected a visitor, he would stay up late the night before, reading up on whatever subject he knew particularly interested his guest. And that is because Roosevelt was keenly aware of the following idea, which is a quote from him. The royal road to a person's heart is to talk about the things he or she treasures most. The royal road to a person's heart is to talk about the things he or she treasures most. I like that. The royal road sounds very valiant and kingdom minded. And that's true. We are most interested in ourselves and we we do love to talk about the things we enjoy. It comes very natural to us. I would imagine that if Theodore Roosevelt was alive today, he would be scouring the internet. We have more information now than ever before. We have more access to what interests others than ever before. We have social media and we have millions upon millions, hundreds of millions of people are on Facebook. If you're friends with someone on Facebook and you'd like to understand what they interest, what interests them the most and what they enjoy talking about the most... Well, it's very easy to do, and Facebook has mastered the ability of doing that, and that's why you see Facebook ads so uh, uh, all over the place on Facebook, and so you see them commonplace, and it's a great way to narrow down the specific keywords and interests of other people, uh, and that's what Facebook has mastered, and that's what's made it such a valuable stock uh, currently. And as a matter of fact, it's something that I'm invested in personally. So uh, I think uh, it's, I think they've really done a great job mastering it. Uh, pretty easy uh, to sell on face using Facebook ads. Now, if you use them badly, they can be abused and it can be annoying. But Facebook does a pretty good job of managing what gets shown. Uh, and uh, as a matter of fact, I just grew uh, our our brave worship conference was largely a result of our advertising targeted advertising to try to find just the right person with the same interests, the same situation, same place in life, same demographic in life was able to fill up the conference with 40 attendees uh, largely because of that. And uh, these are people we don't know. We've never met before, but they found a common interest in what Chrissy and Mary Beth, my wife and her sister, are doing and are are passionate about themselves. So um, I think uh, that is here to stay. Sorry, I kind of went on a bunny trail there, but a rabbit trail. But um, still, I think it's an interesting thing to think about and talk about. Back to Carnegie. He describes a story in the book uh, about a man named Edward Chalif who was planning to ask the president of one of the largest corporations in America to pay for his son to go on a Boy Scout trip. Now, before Mr. Chalif went to see the very important man in the company, he had heard that this man had drawn up a check for a million dollars and that after it was canceled, he had it framed. Upon meeting the man, he mentioned how many, how much he admired the check and would love to see it. Kind of interesting. The man was thrilled. It doesn't really matter what he was interested in, just something that he was very interested in, would love to talk about. And the man loved, was thrilled that he wanted to talk about it. He talked about the check for a long time until he realized he hadn't asked why Mr. Chalif was there to see him. 
Well, when Mr. Chalif mentioned his request, the man agreed without any questions and even offered to fund the trip for several other boys as well. Mr. Chalif later explained, If I hadn't found out what he was interested in and got him warmed up first, I would not have found him one-tenth as easy to approach. So, in other words, he didn't hit him up with uh, what he wanted first. He made sure that he was genuinely and sincerely interested in something about that man and approached the man with that in mind. Now, that can seem a little bit manipulative, I think, to most of us today. But I think if done very genuinely and with sincere uh, sincere heart and sincere motivation, I think this makes a ton of sense. Talking in terms of the other person's interests always benefits both parties. Okay. Uh, practicing this principle before your next meeting with someone, do a bit of research on their website or LinkedIn profile or Facebook profile and see if you can find out about one of their hobbies, favorite places or pieces of work. Before asking something of them, set the stage with conversation around a topic of their interest. Give them the time and space to talk about this passion of theirs. If they're excited to talk about it, then you can leverage that enthusiasm and the positivity to ask maybe for what you're interested in. I think it's uh, it's very important to practice that principle. And at first it may seem awkward, may seem uncomfortable for you. But it's very, very important that you remember that the royal road to a person's heart is to talk about the things he or she treasures most. It could be family. It could be a hobby. It could be anything that interests them. But it's important that you sincerely talk about others' interests before you begin to go off on your interests. Hey, think about it. If, if somebody came to you and just asked you for something right away, would you just give it to them if you didn't know them, if you weren't close with them, if you didn't sense that they really cared about you? But if they really care about you, they really have an interest in you and want your best interest at heart, you let down your guard first, and then you begin to enjoy the conversation, begin to talk about something that you enjoy. Now, it's not about, again manipulating anyone, but it is important that you focus on others. It goes back to this principle of stewardship and servant and serving. When your heart and your mind is on serving, talking in terms of the other person's needs and interests and wants, you're going to have much more uh, in common. You'll have sincere friendship that'll come out of it. And that is what network marketing is all about, especially if you're in the network marketing business, which a lot of us are then uh, it's important that you talk in terms of the other person's interests. Well, that's it for me today, friends. I'm Eric Nordoff. Thanks for listening. And I'll be back again on the next episode of CourageCast. Cast.